This is AutoLine Daily reporting on the global automotive industry. Hi, I'm John McElroy. It's February 15th of 2019, and now to the news. You know, if you work at a car company or a supplier that uses steel and aluminum that were hit with President Trump's import tariffs, we got a suggestion for you. Stop what you're doing and write a letter to the Commerce Department asking for an exemption from those tariffs. The Detroit News reports that Commerce has granted exemptions to 370 manufacturing companies that import over 4 million tons of steel, including from China and Japan. Even foreign-owned automakers with plants in the U.S. have gotten exemptions, and that includes Toyota, Hyundai, Mercedes-Benz, and Volkswagen. So far, Ford and GM have not asked for exemptions, but that's mainly because they use steel and aluminum made in the USA. But FCA did ask, and it's going to save over $100 million this year on hot-dipped, galvanized carbon sheet steel coming from Germany. The first electric Kia Soul had a range of just over 110 miles, but the new one can go much further. Its 64-kilowatt-hour battery pack, which is also shared with the Nero EV and Kona Electric, provides up to 243 miles on a single charge. The 2020 Soul EV will be on sale soon, and so the price should be announced shortly as well. You know, one of the joys of driving electric cars is the instant torque they provide, and a Japanese company is showing just how fast EVs can be. Aspark, a company founded by Masanori Yoshida in 2005, is creating an EV hypercar called the Owl that can go from 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in under 1.9 seconds. It's got a 750-volt lithium-ion battery pack and two 140-kilowatt electric motors at the front and two 300-kilowatt motors at the rear. It has a range of 300 kilometers, that's about 186 miles, and it's based on the WLTP. Its top speed comes out at 174 miles an hour, or 280 kilometers an hour. While the engineering was done in Japan, the OWL will be built in Italy by Manifattura Automobili Torino. I love saying that. Manifattura Automobili Torino. The final production version is going to be revealed at the Dubai Auto Show in November, Deliveries to customers start in April of 2020. Lighter, safer, stronger, quieter, and more sustainable. Tell us where you need to go, and we'll help you get there. Dow Automotive Systems. We don't succeed unless you do. General Motors has given a name to its e-bike brand. It's called Arrive, and it's going to offer two choices. The Meld, a compact e-bike, and the Merge, a folding e-bike. They're able to go about 25 kilometers an hour. That's about 15 miles an hour. And they can travel up to 64 kilometers, about 40 miles, on a single charge. The e-bikes will first be available in Germany, Belgium, and the Netherlands, with prices ranging from about 2,800 euros to 3,400 euros. You know, kind of interesting. GM drops out of Europe is coming back with e-bikes. But hey, speaking of new names, there's a major trend in the industry right now with supplier companies splitting into two, with one half concentrating on traditional technology and the other half going after the new stuff. T2 
Tenneco is the latest one to split. One half of it is now going to be called Drive and will concentrate on aftermarket brands like Monroe, Champion, Moog, and Ferrodo. The other half will still be called Tenneco, and it's going to concentrate on powertrain technology. Audi just released a few renderings of the Q4 e-tron concept that's going to come out in Geneva. What jumped out at us is that the styling is more in line with the e-tron GT concept. Notice the thin headlamps, the large air inlets in the lower bumper, and stronger character lines over the wheel wells. The interior is highlighted by sharp lines that draw your eye into the instrument cluster and the infotainment screen. You know, it all seems very driver-focused. And also notice, it looks like it's got a head-up display. Tesla is rolling out more of those over-the-air updates. Sentry mode uses the autopilot's cameras to keep track of what's going on around the vehicle. For mild stuff, like someone leaning on the car, a message will pop up on the big center screen. Something more serious, like a window getting busted out, will set off the alarm. It'll start loud music blaring. The owner will get notified, and the car will capture 10 minutes of footage on a USB card. Tesla also introduced dog mode. It's a cabin temperature control setting for the times when customers need to leave their pet in the vehicle. A message even shows up on the screen that displays the temperature inside the vehicle and a note that says the pet's owner will soon be back, so don't break out the windows to let the dogs out. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by ExxonMobil. Amazingly, there are thousands of jobs in the automotive industry right now that are going begging. The number one problem for automakers and suppliers, they are struggling to try to fill those jobs. And that's the topic on AutoLine this week. We're joined by two experts in recruitment, and in the following clip, they explain just how big of a problem this is. And it's at all levels. You know, it is executive recruitment. We're busy. We're as busy as we've ever been. And, and the demand coming into this year is unabated. It's just, it's, it's, it's uh, the demand for senior level talent. But then when you sit down with the senior level talent or the senior HR people, they're looking at you for any other solution. What can you do for us at the, you know, the high pots, the up and coming, the next level executive, as well as, the, you know, it, it filters down to the factory floor. People, you just can't find people to, you know, to work. Jessica, I'm sure you've run into this issue as well. We have, and it's actually part of why we decided to set up the Institute. I came from the mobility services business and uh, saw it myself with my own eyes. And so last year we announced uh, that we were going to start down this path and try and understand what the need for mobility talent was. Um, we actually spent some time doing some research with BCG and really validated uh, exactly what Brad said. Um, in the next 10 years, we believe that there'll actually be a need for 100,000 new professional level workers in mobility um, with in the next 10 years. So this is this is a problem now, and it's continuing to grow. And that's not even at the skilled trades or on the factory floor. For more about that struggle on automotive jobs, you can watch that entire show right now on our website, autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. But with that, we wrap up today's show, this week's worth of news. Thank you for watching, and have a great weekend.
Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.